Welcome to the State Parks Project, America's second best idea. A new podcast where we explore the hidden gems scattered across the U.S. I'm your host, Alex Roberts. People are responding to these places. The word is out. Yeah, this is my, yeah, this is my favorite spot. We visit mountains and rivers, oceans and deserts. I guess I'm more of a beach person, she's more of a mountain person, and this was like the perfect mix of both. Uh And with a waterfall thrown into it. Oh my God. To discover the most amazing places we've never heard of. This is a big, strange place, huh? We'll hear from locals about public lands issues affecting their communities. I'm giving you what's real deal about the state parks. You can edit the F words out or whatever you want, but I know that this community doesn't appreciate them shoving it up our end. And chat with rangers and scientists. I joke all the time about how we end up talking about poop and pee quite a lot. And discuss the threats our state parks face in our modern world. They said it was 100 foot flames. The trees are 100 feet tall, so I'm pretty sure the flames were more like 150, 200 feet tall. We'll look back to find the true story of this land's history. There's countless cultural sites and endangered species. These weird little mythological remnants that still make their way through our culture. We'll have adventures. Well, I'm having a blast, thank you. This is awesome and a few misadventures. We kind of all joke around, but we're serious that we'll help you even if we don't like you. So hit the road with the State Parks Project, America's second best idea, and discover why state parks are way better than national parks. Yeah, I think you're just being ridiculous. Like, what makes you say that? Well, I don't believe that you actually believe that state parks are better than national parks. Well, okay, wait, not not, not better, M- more important. You said better. Hey there, podcast listeners. This is my good friend, Danielle Stevens, fellow lover of public lands and teller of how it is. Okay, all right, whatever, whatever. I, I think state parks are more important and more relevant to Americans than national parks. And... And most of us, most of us don't even know it. Okay, well, I can name like maybe three state parks off the top of my head, yet you are saying that they are more important than, say, Yellowstone? Well, okay. First of all, despite how many state parks that you can name off the top of your head, I'm sure you've been to many more than that. Second, a lot more people visit state parks than national parks, like three times as many. Is that true? Totally. There's also way more state parks. <clears throat> I have some figures here. Oh, you just happen to carry on a fact sheet on state park. Yeah, sometimes. Anyways, it says right here that there are 423 parks in the national park system. So that's all the national parks, national monuments, national seashores, national historic things, <laughs> pretty much anything with national in the name. <laughs> okay, and how many state parks are there? 6,792. Give or take. No, no, no. 6,792. So in 2019, there were 327 million visits to the national parks, while state parks received a whopping 819 million visits. And that was 2019. Those numbers have been completely shattered in the past few years. Well, of course, state parks get more visits. There are over 6,000 more of them. 
probably everyone lives near a state park. Well, not everyone lives near a national park, so that's cheating. No, that's what I'm saying. State parks are more important and more relevant to more Americans. Oh, yeah. Beat the Grand Canyon. Grand Canyon? Yeah, the Grand Canyon. That alone as a symbol of our public lands and its significance to so many indigenous cultures throughout history. What do the state parks have on that? I think for a lot of Americans, while the Grand Canyon is beautiful, I certainly love it. There's not a whole lot for them to do once you get there and take the selfie. I mean, the canyon is just inaccessible for them. Most people aren't going to hike to the bottom or book a trip to go rafting down it. <clears throat> one Google reviewer I have right here gave the Grand Canyon one star, who and he writes, quote, not really my sort of thing, I guess. It's a really big canyon. If you're into canyons, this is for you. I'm more of a beach guy. <laughs> End quote. And, and and I get that. Like, like, what are you supposed to do with the kids at the Grand Canyon other than worry about them falling over the edge? Okay, well, I'm sorry I didn't come prepared with notes and quotes. You can nerd. Also, what does that guy know? Also, just because this guy is in the canyons, does that make the Grand Canyon any less important? The sheer amount of wilderness there. I guess that's my thing. It's just the vast amounts of untracked wilderness that are in our national parks and how they support wildlife. That's fair. All right, that's fair. And, and I love wilderness. And no, state parks do not offer the same vastness of wilderness, but their sheer quantity means thousands and thousands of islands of habitat for migrating birds and other wildlife. Plus, there are some state parks with a lot of wilderness. Really? Like what? Adirondack State Park. The Adirondacks are a state park? Yeah, the biggest state park in the lower 48. Look, Danielle, <laughs> my whole point is that state parks are an underappreciated portion of our public lands. They offer more access to a broader spectrum of Americans than national parks. Not only do they provide habitat, like I mentioned, they offer tons of different kinds of recreation that national parks do not, like mountain biking, and they preserve a lot of culture and history. For example, have you ever heard of Cahokia? Cahokia? Yeah, Cahokia. It's this state historic park just outside of St. Louis, technically on the, the Illinois side of the river, but it was like the Machu Picchu of North America. It's arguably the most important archeological site in our country, and it's a state park. What? How come I have never heard of this? I'm telling you, no one's heard of this place. The only person I've talked to who's heard of this place is my father-in-law, Michael, and he was a high school history teacher and just a really <laughs> smart dude. And that's why I'm doing this whole podcast thing. There's a ton of great state parks out there that folks should really know more about. Okay. Isn't the name of your state parks podcast America's second best idea? It's a pun. Okay, I mean, but it says right there in the title that state parks are second to the national parks. It's just an idiom. You're an idiom. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right, all right, fine, fine. So the state parks don't have all the national icons that national parks do. National parks are the prima donnas of the public lands world with their 12-hour documentaries and everyone calling them America's best idea. You know, so... So the state parks aren't the first picked in gym class, the ones you see the most on Instagram. But America loves an underdog. 
state parks might not get all the love and attention, but they're, they're just over here serving three times the number of visitors every year, underfunded, understaffed, budgets always on the chopping block. Ain't nobody making up PBS specials about them, but they're still providing the same ecological roles and even more recreational opportunities than national parks. I mean, you can't even take your dog to a national park. Okay, okay, okay. All right, all right, I'm good. Yeah, breathe. Good? Good. You good? Good. I'm good. I'm good. Yosemite. America's first state park. Yosemite is a national park. But it started out as a state park. And because it's so great, it's now a national park. We'll talk more about that later. Okay, well then what's the oldest state park? Niagara Falls. Niagara Falls. Yeah. Have you ever been to Niagara Falls? Not yet. Well, I can't wait to hear your episode about Niagara Falls. Okay. <laughs>